0: hello and welcome to another episode of truth triumphant radio a lot of stuff happening this week it's really really getting crazy out there isn't it um, just in the last week I mean you hear something new and crazy every day this this group this uh, black lives matter group calling for you know social justice and everything there there's been riots and There's been violence, not just here in the United States, but throughout the world. There's been riot protests in Sweden, France, Canada, uh, different parts of Europe, I believe Germany as well, all with this George Floyd thing. Now, what's interesting is, um, and someone else sort of brought this to my attention, was If you take a look at the coronavirus this thing this coronavirus thing just really came out of nowhere um, early march and then it was a worldwide global movement interestingly enough after the george floyd thing happened which no one can deny that that was a tragedy that was a, a tragedy absolutely and that that officer whether he was um, intending to do that or not, uh, is is it's just ridiculous what happened. It really is. But have you noticed the response? Much like the coronavirus has been global. Have you noticed that it's not okay for somebody to. Um, Have you noticed that it's not okay for someone to try to come out of self-quarantine to go to work or anything like that, but it's okay to protest? And now you're seeing, what we're seeing is people are actually suing the governments like Cuomo and, and the mayor over there in New York. And if you're a Christian, you are just, you might be looking up and thinking, you know, what's going on? Well, we have to remember, folks, that God is in control and that he has his hand on that wheel, within the wheel, that Ezekiel chapter 1 talks about. And before we get started in looking at some of this stuff, we talked about the Jesuits and communism last time. I want to talk about, um, some of those things related to that and, and Black Lives Matter specifically because a lot of people can get sort of sucked into this stuff and we got to remember that many of the foot soldiers, they don't really know what's going on, but a lot of times the higher ups in these groups, they are maneuvering these things, um, in the ways that they want them to go and their their motives are not pure. You know, some of these people that are at the very lower levels, they may some of them are probably not, but let's let's give them the benefit of the doubt and say you know, some people's motives there are are pure. They think that these protests are a good thing, that they need to happen, that they need to Tear down all these statues because we don't know our history anymore. That's one of the things I talked about in the very beginning was how our history books, and we can prove this, um, this is not a conspiracy theory, but our history books have been systematically changed since the 1920s. You have to go check out the Reese Committee, the Reese Committee of Congress that looked into that. But really to start out, I'm hoping here On a a more positive note, let's take a look at Psalm chapter 2. Psalm chapter 2 states this, starting in verse 1. Why do the heathen rage, and the people imagine a vain thing? The kings of the earth set themselves, and the rulers take counsel together against the Lord and against His anointed saying let us break their bands asunder and cast away their cords from us wow so according to the bible in the ancient days the kings and rulers of the earth they took counsel together on how to separate god and jesus how to separate the Father from the Son. How to separate the Lord from His anointed, saying, let us break their bands asunder and cast their cords from us. Do you think it's still happening today, or is this a dead letter? I would say that this all Scripture is given by inspiration of God. It is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. I would say this is 100% applicable today, and that's what we're seeing. You see these Black Lives Matter groups and Antifa, what do they want to do? They want to they want to tear down the statues of Jesus. They want to tear down the statues of Jesus. They want to destroy God's son and remove him from the Father. Now, they'll say that the reason they want to do this, it, it has to do with race. I think the devil's well pleased if we believe that. It has, it has absolutely nothing to do with that and everything to do with tearing down a statue of Jesus. But you know, it, it makes me think of the King of the North and the King of the South. For those of you who don't know the King of the South, and perhaps we'll take a program to go into that, but the King of the South represents really uh, unbelief because the King of the South represents Egypt can also be called egypt and egypt pharaoh when when moses came and asked for the children of israel to be let go he said you know who is the lord i know not i i'm paraphrasing there a bit Uh, i wish i had actually probably should have pulled up the scripture but that's what he says so it it represents unbelief so like things like communism things like uh, militant atheism, and it's all, a lot of this stuff that goes right along with what we're seeing going on right now. It says that the king of the north and the king of the south, they fight against each other. The king of the north is the papacy and its entire hierarchical structure and all of its really its supporters. So that would include aspects of mainline churches who are subservient to her what revelation would call the harlot daughters essentially because she's the mother of harlots okay so the harlot daughters would be other churches that would fall under her so any church that's working with her in the ecumenical movement and the world council of churches may fall into that category and it says that these two in daniel chapter 11 they fight against each other it says the king of the south pushes at the king of the north but then the king of the north comes back like a whirlwind. So what I think, this is an I think moment. This is a, a speculation. And I, I don't like to do speculations very much. I just Folks, we, we just need to be prepared for what may come. The fact of the matter is communism is not going to win in America. Something much worse is. Something much worse we are going to have a return i believe that this is this is starting a false revival movement that will bring on the sunday law that's 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 my <clears throat> that's my interpretation of it it's a possibility i don't pretend to know and i don't think anybody knows but it it looks like that may be the direction this thing's going if it's not then it's not i'm not setting times or anything like that but we need to be ready for whatever comes but just remember you know that there's we don't know what happens in between we don't know what sort of bloodshed happens but we know mrs white says that the the scenes of the french revolution would be revisited and so the reign of terror those things that that was a that was a militant atheist movement Okay, the so-called enlightenment, right? But anyways, back to Psalm chapter 2. It says, He that sitteth in the heavens shall laugh. The Lord shall have them in derision. Now, I love that verse. That's verse 4. I love that verse because it lets us know if we're Christians, if we're Bible-believing Christians that it's amusing to God because they're not going to win. It says the Lord will have them in derision. They lose this battle. And the meek inherit the earth. He that sitteth in the heavens shall laugh. Then he shall speak unto them in his wrath and vex them in his sore displeasure. Yet have I set my king upon my holy hill of Zion, I will declare the decree the Lord hath said unto me, Thou art my son, this day have I begotten thee. And that's a direct reference to Christ there. Ask of me, and I shall give thee the heathen for thine inheritance, and the uttermost part of the earth for thy possession. Thou shalt break them with a rod of iron, and thou shalt dash them in pieces like a potter's vessel. Now listen to this. Be wise now, therefore, O ye kings. Be instructed, ye judges of the earth. Serve the Lord with fear and rejoice with trembling. Kiss the Son. That's capital S there. Kiss the Son, lest he be angry and ye perish from the way. When his wrath is kindled but a little. Blessed are they that put their trust in him. Amen. So when we trust in Jesus, when we trust in the Son of God that's when we will have blessing peace joy but these groups what to me what this what this passage of scripture is telling us that all these movements that go on in the world that at some point or another sooner or later when they target christianity this passage lets me know that that was the main target the entire time. The entire time. They just use other reasons to make it sort of a side issue, like what happened in Russia with the Communist Revolution. It was all about the Tsar and, and, and the French Revolution. It was all about the king and and how evil the hierarchical structure was of of the aristocracy and then of course that turned into of the religious institutions that were there also they were targeted after that those were that that was the main target the whole time okay that was the main target the whole time i have a, um, a quote here from the jesuit extreme oath and you got to keep in mind, folks, that some of these, these individuals that are the movers and shakers of these, these movements, many times they're, you can find, I mean, it's so easy to find, many times they've gone to Jesuit schools. They've gone to Jesuit schools. Bill Clinton went to a Jesuit school. Melinda Gates. Fauci. Um, you know, the list goes, the list really just goes on and on. But it says this, this is from Subterranean Rome, written in 1843 by Charles, Charles Didier. That's D-I-D-I-E-R, but I believe it's pronounced Didier. My son, heretofore you have been taught to act the dissembler among Roman Catholics to be a Roman Catholic and to be a spy even among your own brethren, to believe no man, to trust no man, Among the Reformers, to be a Reformer. Among the Huguenots, to be a Huguenot. Among the Calvinists, to be a Calvinist. Among other Protestants, generally to be a Protestant. And obtaining their confidence to seek even to preach from their pulpits and to denounce with all vehemence in your nature our holy religion and the Pope. Did you hear that? The Jesuits subscribe in their oath to a, a Jesuit going in, infiltrating a church, and even preaching against Catholicism and the Pope, specifically and directly. So, how much, uh, how much easier <laughs> would it be for someone to use some of these movements to try to bring about their desired response? You see, because at the end of the day, What they want is the destruction of the U.S. Constitution. That's what they want. And that's what I read last week. It says, And even to descend so low as to become a Jew among Jews, that you might be enabled to gather together all information for the benefit of your order as a faithful soldier of the Pope. You have been taught to insidiously plant the seeds of jealousy and hatred between communities, Provinces, states that were at peace, and to incite them to deeds of blood, involving them in war with each other, and to create revolutions and civil wars in countries that were independent and prosperous, cultivating the arts and the sciences, and enjoying, and enjoying the blessings of peace, to take sides with the combatants and to act secretly with your brother Jesuit who might be engaged on the other side but openly opposed to that which you might be connected, only that the church might be the gainer in the end, in the conditions fixed, in the treaties for peace, and that the end justifies the means. Did you hear that? So, brothers and sisters, this is this is very serious stuff. In their oath, recorded in 1843, acknowledged as being genuine by... A former Jesuit, Alberto Rivera, says that insidiously plant the seeds of jealousy and hatred between communities, provinces, states that were at peace. What do we see going on right now? Everything's all about race, but is it really about race or is it about Christianity? Well, when they're calling for the removal of statues of Jesus, it should start to become clear In our own minds. And they're they're working for this. They're working with this up until this very day. In fact, the person who coined the phrase um, social justice happened in 1843. He was a Jesuit by the name of Luigi Taparelli. Luigi Taparelli. That's where the term comes from. So when you hear these far-left groups saying these things, I, I got a uh, just read an article here from America Magazine. That's, that's the Jesuit magazine for the United States. Uh, the article title uh, by Dean Detloff, yesterday, June 24th, 2020. It says how can, Canadian Catholics are responding to George Floyd's killing and Black Lives Matter. The death of George Floyd at the hands of Minneapolis police has sparked demonstrations in Toronto, Montreal, and Vancouver. Demonstrators filled the streets in solidarity with others in the United States, but also in protest against racial discrimination and police violence against black and indigenous people in Canada. I think the church needs to be right. This is a quote uh, from a a Jesuit priest by the name of Peter Besson. It says SJ after his name. That means Society of Jesus. He says, I think the church needs to be right there and Catholic people should feel called to participate in these demonstrations and to learn from them. Really? That's what Peter Bisson said. He's assistant to the Jesuit Provincial of Canada for Indigenous Relations. Um, Newsweek... Uh, Just some of the headlines, reading some of the headlines. Newsweek, so see where the media is trying to push this. Activist who wants white Jesus statues torn down says Christian whiteness has always been violent. Well, who's violent right now? Uh, That was by Catherine Fung, um, June 24th, 2020. New York Times, they have a, if you go to their website right now, they have a video. Posted on there on how Philadelphia police tear gassed a group of trapped protesters. So the protesters who are becoming violent, who who have taken over uh, the downtown Seattle and have armed guards and have removed the police from there. And police won't even go into that area. And it says that you're leaving the United States. This is treason. This is treason. But. What does the New York Times keep pushing? What are these groups, like the, the thing with the, the noose for the, the NASCAR driver, with the noose that was supposedly in his garage, they found it. It was nothing later. The media is pushing, pushing, pushing for this race issue. The police against the people. The whites against the blacks. But is it really about that? Or is it about destroying the Constitution, about destroying our history? It reminds me of Patty Hearst. Patty Hearst, who do, I don't know if you've heard of her, but she was, the, uh, she was the daughter, granddaughter actually, of the famous politician and newspaper publisher William Randolph Hearst. That's a recognizable name. She was actually kidnapped. I actually have a quote here from uh, worldatlas.com on five most bizarre cases of stockholm syndrome stockholm syndrome for those of you who don't know is when someone kidnaps you and then you begin to have uh, feelings for that individual where you you care about that individual it's called stockholm syndrome it's actually not uncommon it says here on that day a group of kidnappers broke into Patty Hearst's apartment wielding guns beat up her fiancé, and threw her in the trunk of their car. They immediately drove away. It was soon found out by the FBI that the kidnappers were members of the Symbionese Liberation Army. They were an extreme left-wing terrorist organization that wanted to wage war with the United States. Does anybody remember this? This was back in 1974 that she was kidnapped, February 4th. Going on with the quote, it says, They abducted Hearst to gain finances for their endeavors. However, after being held captive for over a year, Patty Hearst decided to join her captors and help them during a bank robbery. She traveled through the country with them while evading police forces, but was eventually captured in 1975. She claimed that her captives brainwashed her. And that's what I think the Jesuits have done really to most of our society. I am really fearful, really fearful, I mean, for our country's sake, not in a Christian sense, because I know, as I said, the Lord is in control, but I fear for our country's sake when my generation, I'm 30 years old, when my generation steps fully into the leadership role, because we don't know our history. We are many times, we, we narcissism is the highest with us, we think we're really smart, and we don't know almost anything, I mean, we don't, really don't know anything, we've been weaned on amusement and entertainment, there's always been a TV or some type of quicker, faster way to do something, so that we haven't really learned skills, on on the whole, not every individual can't speak for people individually, but... For the most part, so I want to close here with uh, one of one of my more trusted um, news sources, which is the the Epoch Times, E P O C H Times, Epoch Times. Um, the title of this article is "Trump responds to BLM organizers' threat to burn down this system." Uh, this is by Zachary Steber. June 25th, 2020, that's today. It says, quote, President Donald Trump said remarks from a Black Lives Matter organizer who called for burning down the U.S. system were treasonous, and I would agree with that. Hawk Newsom, who leads the group's greater New York chapter, said late Wednesday, quote, if this country doesn't give us what we want, then we will burn down this system and replace it. What are they going to replace it with, do you think? What do you think they're going to replace it with? Anarchy? Tyranny? Communism? The left, the, the Jesuits are, are making the left, because they're, they're puppeteering both sides, you got to remember that. They're making the left push very, very hard recently. And the harder something pushes, the more it invokes a res- a possible response. That it's it's almost like it's begging for a response at this point. So stay. All we can do is stay tuned and see what happens, folks. But these are definitely trying times for us as individuals. This is, for us as a nation for us as christians there's also exciting times because it looks it appears to be some of the final movements and the final movements folks will be rapid ones but you got to keep in mind these don't be fooled by the black lives matter as as if it's some type of altruistic organization an altruistic organization doesn't say if you don't give me what i want i'm going to burn down the system a A five-year-old child makes statements like that. And if Black Lives Matter really cared about black lives, people would be protesting in Saudi Arabia. People would be protesting in the countries in Africa where where slavery is, is just totally rampant in some of these other countries. But we're not seeing that happen. We're only seeing, we're only seeing Black Lives Matter and these groups protest in the historically Christian countries. Now regardless of some of the past that any one of these groups may have had or any one of these countries may have had, Satan doesn't care. He uses every weakness that any one of us could have. You see, we're, we're so hard on our, our forefathers because they were weak in some areas. As if human nature is not weak. Folks, we all have problems. We all have problems. We've all made mistakes. Look at the nation of Israel. They made grave mistakes Grave mistakes throughout their history. That doesn't mean that it wasn't founded on Christian principles. So folks, keep Psalm 2, verse 4 in your mind, that even though that these groups are trying to take counsel together to see how they can remove the Son of God, that the Father in Heaven is sitting up there and He's laughing. And we we can take solace in knowing that He is in control. We're about out of time. We'll catch you next time here on Truth Triumphant Radio. God bless.